0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Dennis Wing Guitar Lessons Commuter Audio Series. Today's series is on ear training. And uh, for those of you who are new to listening to these, this series is designed for you to listen in the car on the way to and from lessons so you can, you know, get better as a musician while while driving and make use of your commute time. Just don't miss your exit, okay? (laughs) Um... Now, with the topic of ear training, you know, I think a lot of my students ask me, you know, how can, I, how can they just bring in a song I've never heard before and instantly write down the chords and I never even picked up the guitar to check if I was right. Occasionally I do, but most of the time, if it's a, if it's a pretty straight ahead pop tune or something, I mean, you know, we're not talking about some, some uh, Stravinsky or uh, complicated progressive rock or anything like that, but... Um, if it's a pop tune, I can pretty much hear the progression and, uh, and write it down, no problem. How do I do that? Well, the good news is that can be learned. It's not something you're born with. See, there's this thing about, first of all, there's this thing about relative pitch versus uh, absolute pitch, okay? Or perfect pitch, as they call it. Now, perfect pitch, I think it's a myth. Other musicians may disagree with me. You know, no baby comes out of the womb knowing, you know, what's a C chord and what's an A minor chord and all this. You know, they have to be taught at least what the notes, what each pitch is called in order to to accurately identify the notes. So, on some level, you know, that is taught. Now, granted, some people may be able to remember things better than others, which is normal. In the same way that, you know, if you go to a math class, some people are going to get it sooner than others or any kind of class, a language class, etc., etc. So, yeah, there may be people who are very strong in that area of the brain that can remember pitches, but that can be taught. And this is not the subject of today. Today's subject is ear training, which is relative pitch. However, I, I want to just share with you a story about perfect pitch. The reason I know it can be learned is because I've seen it. Um, uh, one, one time I had a student who came in, And I offered, uh, I asked him how he usually tunes up, and he says he did it by ear. Now, you know, at that time, my first thought was, well, that's going to be wrong. (laughs) And I didn't say it out loud. So I challenged the student. I said, go ahead. And he tuned up, and he tuned up exact. I actually turned on my tuner while he was tuning up, so he couldn't see it. He tuned up exactly to A440 every note. And, um... And I said, "How do you do?" If you, I said, "If you can explain to me how you did that, I will give you a free lesson." This was his first lesson, and he proceeded to explain to me for the next ten minutes how he did it, and I gave him his free lesson. And um, the way he did it was he trained himself. He trained himself, and there are and there are courses courses online that you can do to train yourself how to memorize pitches. I personally have memorized the sound of A, the note A, not A440, but an, an octave. Actually, two octaves lower, but um, that's my reference point. You know, there there's, I can reference that, and then I think, I hear everything in relation to that. Now, that particular student wanted me to pursue, you know, learning B and learning C and learning all the notes, all 12 notes, uh, and I just didn't do it because I, I was concentrating on other things. It may have been useful, but I find me personally, you know, once I'm playing and I know what an A is anyway, I can, I, my relative pitch is so strong that I can pretty much grab whatever you throw at me. I mean, I have, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I have somewhat of an advantage because I used to do club dates in hotel, uh, bar, lounge, and restaurant gigs in New York City for many years, and I would never know who it was going to be or what kind of music even, you know? And, you know, I've done weddings where I knew less than half the songs. You know, how can you, do, how can you do that? How can you just show up, plug in your guitar, you don't know any of the guys or gals, and you don't know any of the repertoire, and you play. You know, it's all ear training. So the good news is, if you're into perfect pitch, being able to identify any note on the spot, what it is by name, without any mu- prior musical reference. You know, I wake you up at 3 a.m. and play you a note, and you say, C-sharp, after you smack me, of course. Ahem. Um, <clears throat> But uh, this course is about the relative pitch, so uh, we're gonna show you how to recognize pitches against each other, so that you too, in time, you'll be able to recognize not only like a like a chord, like a key, uh, or a chord like a chord progression, not only a chord but a quality of a chord, and then from there you take it into a progression, chord progression. You know, you'll be able to hear a melody in the context of its underlying harmony. Let's just back up for a second. There are three basic elements of music. There are seven, seven, seven elements total, but the three most basic ones are harmony, rhythm, and melody. Those are the only ones we're going to talk about right now. There are seven of them. You can ask me some other time what the other four are. Uh, but rhythm, harmony, and melody. When we talk about melody... Now rhythm is just in every kind of music. You cannot have any there's no music without rhythm. And even if the rhythm is just free form, you know